God that we're talking about, who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we ask or think. I wonder, do we believe that? Do we believe that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above anything and everything that we could ask or think. My friends, I want to suggest that we need to believe that because that which God has been working through this church and that which God is going to continue to to do is going to require us to think beyond and above what we think is possible. It is us who needs to embrace what God wants to do. It is us who needs to expand our hearts to be able to see him perform and fulfill his will in and through us. I want to say this to us this morning. It is through us, not through one or two people, but through us that God chooses to work. That means through you. Here at the Nations, we believe that every member is a minister. And we encourage you to step into what God has called you to do. According to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. One of the things that we desire within the nations is that God will be glorified. That is why we do what we do. That is the purpose. That is the goal. That God would be glorified. How does that happen? When his people follow his ways. This church will glorify God as long as it it is following and obeying what God has called us to do. So what is the vision of the nation's church? Five statements. If you've done growth track, you may remember that we touch on these in our very first session. We're going to open them up and dig in a little bit deeper today. And these five statements really define the vision that God has given to this church. It may be that you are considering making the nations your home church. Well, I pray that at the end of this morning, you will have a clear understanding as to what you would be signing into. Maybe you are a, a member of the church and The vision is a little unclear. I pray that by the time we have closed our service this morning, not only will God's vision for the nations be clear to every single one of us, but it will be pounding inside our hearts. And we will be so excited to think that we can be a part of God fulfilling his purposes. The first statement is this. It's our vision statement. It's a vision statement that God spoke to this church years ago, way back when it was 
first started. This is the vision statement. To demonstrate God's love by valuing people and bringing them into relationship with Jesus so that every believer can find freedom in Christ, strength through the power of the Holy Spirit and the fulfillment of their God-given purpose. Everything that this church does is to fulfill that vision statement. You will have heard time and time again those three words, freedom, strength, and purpose. Because we believe that God has assigned us, he has commissioned us as a church to love people so that they come into relationship with God and discover freedom, strength, and purpose. Why do we do that? Because this is the assignment that Christ has given to us. He said, go therefore and make disciples. What does that mean? It means simply this, out of a heart of love for God and a heart of love for people, we reach out beyond the walls of this building. We reach into our families. We reach into our communities, our workplaces, our social networking. We reach out With the love of God, with the message of the gospel that God so loved the world that he gave Jesus Christ, his son, who died and was punished so that humanity can know what it is to be forgiven of sin and reunited with God. To bring people into a place of freedom from the power of sin. But our vision doesn't stop there. Because we believe that when, when a person is born again, God gives us his Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the source of God's strength that enables us to live lives here on earth that bring glory to God. He is the source of power. He is the one that strengthens us. He is the one that enables us to live in freedom, to fulfill the purpose that God has given to us. Did you know, and and you may... You may be a member of this church, you may not. You may not be a Christian as you're joining with us here this morning. And and, and the statement that I'm going to say right now applies to every one of us. God has a purpose for our life. The Bible says that he was the one that brought us into being. He gave us life and he has a purpose and a plan For each one of us to fulfill. How do I know what that is? God the Holy Spirit will show that to us. And this is what we're busy and committed to. 
going and making disciples of all nations. That happens to include Nepal. But if you look around, you're going to see people from all nations. Not just in this building right now, but around where you live. And did you know that South Korea is included in all nations? The nation's church is committed and devoted to reaching out to South Koreans, to bring them into relationship with God, that they may know freedom, strength, and purpose. That is the vision statement. Second statement that we're looking at this morning is international church. The nations is a church made up of people from the nations, and it is a church that sends people to the nations integrating all nationalities in Jesus Christ. About nine months ago, maybe almost a year ago, we did a little bit of a a survey here and we found that regularly on a Sunday morning for our service, there are people representing anywhere between 20 and 25 different nations. That's quite incredible. That's quite amazing to think that that's happening. It is, as I've often said, a little taste of heaven. Have you read the book of Revelation recently? It's the very last book of the Bible. If you haven't been there for a while, I would suggest you go there. You'll come to chapter 5 and you'll see there that a scene is painted for us. It's, it's a scene of something that will happen in the future. And it's a scene that is around the throne of God. And this verse says this, that the people there, the people and the beings and the angels that were around that throne, that will be around that throne, they sang an, a new song. How many of you thought that our praise and worship this morning was Awesome. I think so. God bless you, praise and worship team. Thank you for so faithfully leading us to the throne of God every week. Really appreciate that. One day in the future, if you love the Lord Jesus Christ, you're actually going to be standing in that throne room. You're going to be standing there with these people and you're going to be singing, you are worthy to take the scroll And to open its seals, for you were slain, it's talking about Jesus of course, and have redeemed us to God by your blood, listen, out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation. At that moment in time, or eternity, whichever way you look at it, there will be people representing every tongue, tribe, people's group, a nation on the face of this earth. And we've got a little taste of that right here. We're a church made up of people from the nations. And what is also so incredibly exciting is that we're a church that sends people to the nations. It may be, it may be that God speaks to your heart to go join the team in Nepal. Praise God. As Sarah said, they need more people. 
But it may be that you're here for a while or you're a Korean and you move from South Korea to another nation. Then the nation sends you as ambassadors of God, as people who will touch the lives of those that you come into contact with. And we're so honored to know that the people that come through the nation's church do this. They, they, they interact on purpose with people, looking for opportunities. Wherever they go, wherever God takes them, wherever God plants them, and preaching the gospel that souls may come to know Jesus Christ as Savior. And we're very deliberate about this. Very deliberate. This is not a holy huddle church. Do you understand that phrase? This is not just a place where Christians can come and feel comfortable and cozy and nice. When I was in high school, my English teacher banned us from using that word nice. She said it doesn't mean anything. This church is not just nice. It's not just a Christian community. Not just. It's a place where we believe God is raising and equipping people to do what Sarah talked to us about. To go into the harvest fields and to harvest the fruit that is ready to be harvested. Where is the harvest field? Is it just in Nepal? No. It's right where you live. It's right where you work. It's right where you do your exercise in the gym. It's right where you you shop. The harvest is white, ready to be gathered in. And this church, the nation's church, deliberately and very much on purpose, equips and raises and trains people. Not everybody is going to become a a full-time missionary in the sense of going to Nepal. But everyone that's been called by God and everyone that follows Jesus Christ has been commissioned to go and make disciples. And that's what this church is about, raising people. That's what Growth Track is all about. If you haven't done Growth Track yet, I suggest you sign up for it. We start again April the 6th. We run for four weeks. It's about being equipped and trained to fulfill the purpose of God. Third statement, mountain child. You've heard a little bit about that this morning. Mountain child is not... The missionary branch of the nations. Mountain child is at the very core of this church. Mountain child was birthed in this church. It it is part of who we are. As a Missionary ministry, reaching those people who have never heard about Jesus. And that is what is at the core of this church. To reach people 
who don't know Jesus. Some friends of ours recently ran a small group in one of our local universities right here in Suwon. Not in the Amazon forest, but right here in one of the local universities. Five or six people attended that small group for a number of weeks. And they were, some of them were PhD students. Others were master's degree students. Four of them, my friends, didn't know who Jesus is. They didn't know about heaven or hell. They didn't know why a man called Jesus dying on a cross was so significant. It's time to wake up and realize that church is not about keeping these seats warm. It's not about having a a nice family community where we all think and talk the same. It's not about having my needs met. It's about coming together with a purpose to reach people with the love of God and the gospel of Jesus. And if we don't do it, they won't hear. And you say, so what? So, my friends, they will spend eternity separated from God in hell. And that is unthinkable. That, my friends, as far as the vision of this church is concerned, is unacceptable. We are not a church that will give one moment of time to thinking that we are going to become spiritually obese. At this church, we will not just feed on being pumped up with some deep theological word. For what reason, I ask? When the commission has been given to us, 